This is the BSN Avalanche Podcast, powered by the BSN Denver Podcast Network. It'll work crisscrossing with Jost. Right in, turned out by Jari. That was a one-on-two. And Jost. McKinnon. The best avalanche coverage in Denver. And welcome to the BSN Avalanche Podcast on a fun Friday, March 8th edition. Adrian Dater coming to you solo today. Colleagues Jesse Montano, AJ Hayfley, get the day off. I'm taking the reins here. Going to do a little bit of a different podcast today. Going to talk, reacting to the news today. Which, if you haven't heard already, Avalanche lose their captain, Gabe Landeskog, four to six weeks. Uh, upper body injury, nothing official, but I believe it was a shoulder. Got it on a freak hit with Ben Bishop, the Dallas goalie, last night. I'm going to talk about that, talk about more how I think the Az can survive this. Uh, and then uh, toward the end of the podcast, I'm going to play some audio clips from the locker room today of Avalanche players talking about the injury and how they think they can survive it. Uh, I'm going to hear from Miko Rantanen, uh, you know, Nikita Zadorov, Derek Brassard. Also hear from Simon Varlamov talking about his his future with the uh, with the team. He hopes he, he hopes he stays with the Avs. Got him talking a little bit more about that on the record, and uh, and uh, so hopefully enjoy that. But uh, let's uh, let's get into it here. You know, I'm uh, I'm just going to talk about catch you up on today and, and what happened. I mean, uh, and what I think, you know, is going on with this team and, and, and whatnot. Um, okay, folks, we're, you know, we're, it may seem like doom and gloom, uh, but it's not, it's not, it's not over. Did the, did, uh, did, did, did we say it was over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? No, no, it's not over. It's over when we say it's over. This team still can win games without Cape Landeskog. And uh, I'm gonna hear to I'm, let's let, I'm gonna hear to hear to tell you why and how. Now look, we all know that uh, the Avs made the playoffs last year. What happened at the end of the last season though? Eric Johnson went out with a another uh, leg injury, the broken kneecap. Remember he went out toward the end of the year and everybody said that, that's it, season over. See you next year. Well, guess what? The Avs got played, rallied around each other, played very good hockey, and made the playoffs without Eric Johnson. Went on to win two games without him in the first round, even. Uh, that was a, considered a catastrophic loss last year that could not be overcome. Everybody gave up on the season, and the Avs rallied around each other, and most of the guys from that locker room are still in this locker room. So that's that's one thing right there. The, the Avalanche often, I think, play better when they're the underdogs. I think they loosen up more. I think when everybody counts them out, they just breathe easier and play more how they really are, which is a fun, you know, team that likes to skate and, and have some fun. And uh, now that everybody's counting them out, I think they're going to have some of the weight off their shoulders. I think they're going to go into Saturday's game against Buffalo exactly with that attitude. And I would not be surprised to see them come out with two points. And if they get two points, that could put them uh, as close as two points to the to the nearest uh, wild card spot. So are you saying they can't win, make up two points in 13 games? Of course they can. 
so all hope is not lost here. Uh, did everybody, you know, everybody panicked when Peter Forsberg went out in 2001 after the second round of the playoffs. Remember? It's over. And I was probably leading the charge in that. I actually thought they'd lose the St. Louis Blues. Infamously picked the, picked the Blues to win in my former newspaper I used to work in print picked the Blues to win the series they showed me they beat the Blues in five games went on to win the Stanley Cup without Peter Forsberg did anybody think that would really happen uh, not a lot not a lot of people on the record anyway um, I remember in the late 90s when the Avs lost Forsberg and Joe Sackett to injury at the same time we all wrote them off there's no way they can win a game without those two well I think they won uh I want to say they went something like uh, 10, 1, and 1 or something without them. Uh, I, have to, I tried to look it up today. I haven't found it yet, but I will. And, uh, I know that there was a streak where they played without those two in the 90s, and, and they won just about every game. Of course, they had Patrick Waugh playing goalie back then. <laughs> That's a different different podcast. Uh, look, there's still plenty of talent on this team. Um, as I broke down in a story for BSN Denver just a few minutes ago, you know, they, this is where, and I know he hasn't played all that great in the last couple of games, but this is where I think the, the acquisition of Derek Brassard could pay off in spades for the Avs. Maybe a guy like one of your best players or your captain, but um, yeah, I mean, uh, we're, we're going to be uh, excited to have Z back now. Yeah, you just touched on that a little bit. The, the status of Landis Cog is unknown for tomorrow's contest, but if he is indeed out, how do you guys make up for his absence both on and off the ice? Yeah, we're we're not sure. We haven't seen him uh, yet. You know, we're not sure what's going to happen with him. But uh, I mean, I, I only been here for a week, and I, I can I can tell like his presence is uh, is obviously big for the dressing room, and uh, um, he's one of the guys that the other teams they hate to play against, and by the way he plays the game, and they play plays it hard, and plays an honest player, and. Uh, it's going to be impossible to replace him, but like I said, the other guy's going to have to step in and have a bigger role, and uh, I'm trying to do the job for him. Thanks a lot, Derek. Thank you. Derek, uh, late, late a little later. That looks you. like that guy will be you uh, based on the lines out there. Uh, I know you're, you're a veteran guy who probably yeah. knows you can handle this uh, without knowing the lineup for the while. Uh, yeah. Uh, you ready for that challenge, I assume? Yeah, I'm ready, I'm ready for the challenge. Uh, like, uh, like I said, I... I, I've only been here for a week, but it's, uh, Landy's presence uh, around the dressing room, around the ice is uh, is big. And uh, but it, you know, it's kind of great opportunity for other players to step in and try to replace him, uh, which is going to be a hard thing to do. But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see what the line's going to be tomorrow, and if they, if they split Mac and uh, and uh, Miko or something like that. So we'll see what's going to happen. Yeah, and power play too. You, uh, yeah, you yeah it's nice to. First today, so. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's, it's a good opportunity to be there and trying to make a difference, and uh, just gonna try to, to to bring it. And you know, special teams can win you games. Our power play, I think this power play has been really good all season long. I think it's seven around the league, so yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. we have to just try to stay in the in the right direction. Yep. Yeah. So you've been here a week, uh, eight days, um, or maybe ten, something like that. Probably about four or five cities you've been in. <laughs> you've had a chance to even unpack your bags and oh, yeah, stay yeah, yeah. at your hotel. Yeah, I just I just moved in an apartment and okay. Um, okay. I mean yeah, it's a. Cool. I think I was I wasn't really supposed to go to Florida, but you know, it was I think it was a hockey deal that was made and. Uh, 
I knew I was going to stay there for two weeks and uh, leave after. So yeah, uh, yeah, it's been it's been tough mentally, but uh, I tell myself every day is worse than that in life, and just facing a little bit of adversity and. You know, I'm going to become a better person, a better player with that. Yeah, and uh, good news for you is you got 11 years' experience. You know how to deal with a lot of stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, if I was like, well, if you're a younger guy, I don't yeah, think you'd be dealt like five or six, no, six, 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 no, like, but, five, six times. But, right, uh, right, right, but yeah, I think it really helps that it happens in the past. And I know, I know hockey is a business too, and that, uh, the um, Florida Pittsburgh deal is like a. Um, because of me and Sheehan being like UFAs and those two guys had terms on their contract it was like just a yeah it was a hockey deal and uh, there's nothing you can do about it cover this team this is a guy who's been looking for an opportunity to get more ice time to show that he's not a player on the decline that you know he's still a 50 to 60 point guy who can play top six minutes and play them effectively well, now he's got his chance. You know, he's been spot shifted at times on, on top lines here and there and, and power play units, mostly the second PP unit since he arrived last week. But now he is the new, basically, first line left winger. Uh, he's going to play with uh, with McKinnon tomorrow. Um, and he's also going to take Landy's spot on the first power play. So uh, this is a guy who has had success in his career. I mean, this was a guy who went to the Stanley Cup Finals with the Rangers who was a instrumental player on that team who's been on part of other winning teams who is capable guys i mean this is this is a veteran player here who can do some nice things and now he's got a chance and i think uh you know this is if he wanted the opportunity if he if if, if he's been looking for that chance to prove everybody wrong well now it's here and uh you know he's not a big guy uh he, he's not going to be the same kind of player, of course, as Landy. He's not a uh, you know bruiser around down low, and, and um, but you know he's a good two-way player who isn't afraid to get his nose dirty. Um, he's a good skater, and, and he likes to shoot the puck too. So you know, this is guy capable of getting a point a night, and as long as they get you know if they can get a point a guy a game from Brassard or close to it. Then you can survive a loss of uh, Landy in a short term. Now, four to six weeks is maybe not short term to some people, but it's it's still basically a short term injury, really. Um, hopefully, it's four, and not six, right? That would still, uh, well, that 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 probably puts them past the regular season window. If <laughs> if it's only four, they're already past the. They've only got a month left in the regular season, um, but. All they have to do is, folks, is beat out, uh, you know, the Minnesota Wild or Dallas Stars by four or five points in the last uh, what 13 games, 14 games, to uh, to make the playoffs. It's doable. I mean, everybody counted Minnesota out just a couple weeks ago when they lost Miko Koivu to a long-term injury, and they were basically became sellers at the trade deadline, kinda. And look what's happened to them. They win like what, six in a row now. Now they're talk of the league. They're going in Tampa Bay last night, shut off the lightning. You know, hockey's a weird sport, man. It's a it's a team game. And oftentimes when, when top guys go out, everybody rallies around each other. And they play smarter. They play typically better defense. They, they count their blessings more. You know, everything they know it's not going to come easy, so they work harder. 
And that's what this Avalanche team has often seemed to need. They seem to need that, uh, you know, that that uh, either um, loss of expectations on them. They don't seem to do well when they have a lot of, like, expectations on them, at least this core group of guys that have been around a few years. It seems like every time people count them out, they come through, and when they everybody expects them to, co- to be great, they, they start to slide. And uh, maybe the maybe the answer is just that they always need that uh, that sort of feeling of uh, combination of also you know we got nothing to lose but also a little bit of desperation in a way in the sense that you know they 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 know that they can't they don't have any room for error kind of thing and uh, you know uh, it's gonna you know it's gonna hurt the Avs in. Uh, you know, around the net, they're not a very physical team as it is around the net. Now they lose their probably their best net front presence kind of guy. They lose a very good defensive player too. I mean, everybody talks about Landy's offense, but uh, he's a very good back checker too, and he plays a tough two two hundred foot game. So, uh, you know, but Brossard is a is a dogged back checker too, uh, and uh, hopefully he he is coached well in this where he's you know told exactly how he needs to play in this systems with with a guy like McKinnon etc uh and uh you know I I still think Broussard is a better center than he is a wing if there's one thing I'm mildly worried about with Broussard trying to fill his shoes is that he's not a I think he's a better centerman than uh than a winger but and maybe we'll see Broussard move to uh, to a different line centering it. Who knows? I mean, the, the bottom line is I think he's going to get more minutes. And, uh, you know, he's he's, cap- he's shown before that he can produce. Now, he's only he's 31. He's had a bad year. He's been traded twice. Uh, but I talked to him today, and, you know, this guy is uh, still very hungry to, to, to show that he can play. I mean, he, he seems to be very, very concerned about people's uh, perceptions of him that he's on the decline. And, uh, you know, uh, and uh, he doesn't want that to happen. He's going to be unrestricted free agent July 1st. And, uh, you know, he wants another good-sized contract for sure. He doesn't want to be just one, uh, you know, one-year guy playing on one-year deals for short money after this. So so he's really got an opportunity here, and I think um, it's up to him. It's up to him. But he's shown before that he can do it in this league. So that's one thing why I'm, I think they can survive this Uh you know, I think Jared Bednar is going to have to uh, tighten up his D, but also here's the thing. I think they, they're going to have to play, obviously, a tighter defensive system. I think they'll get players to buy in easier, though, now that they've lost Landeskog to play that system. Bednar is always trying to play good defense. He doesn't want a loosey-goosey system out there defensively, but I think sometimes these players think, ah, somebody else is going to do it. You know, we got Landy up there. We got Mack. You know, we can we don't have to work as hard defensively, you know, because those guys will score. Well, it doesn't always work out that way this year, you know, especially in the second half. It was in the first half, but uh, not the second half. Now you're going to have guys who know they can't make a mistake defensively. You're going to, you know, hopefully uh, just puck support each other much better, play uh, shorter gaps and not try to cheat offensively. You know, we saw that last night. We saw that on the uh, second Dallas goal. You know, Colin Wilson... Uh, Andrew Agazino kind of cheat out of the zone a little bit and uh, get caught running flat-footed, running back, goal, 2 nothing lead. Uh, Alexander Radulov, you know, game was over. 
probably be before that, but that's another podcast too. Um, you know, I also advocated in my story on BSN Denver. I think Bednar should just play seven defensemen now and, uh, you know, stop stop trying to get blood from a stone. Uh, you know, let's not, you know, if we're not going to get any offense from guys like Sheldon Dries and Agazino seems as dried up. Uh, you know, since that first goal he scored, uh, hasn't really done anything since offensively. Uh, since uh, you know, um, Sven Andrighetto, uh, you know, just not there. So, how about we sit out a forward, play, uh, you know, eleven forwards, seven D, and see what happens. Now, Bednar's done that before to decent success. So why not do it again? I don't want to see Ryan Graves sit out tomorrow. And for those, I should have mentioned this, but, uh, you know, the reason why they can play 7D theoretically tomorrow is because Nikita Zadorov is going to come back from injury tomorrow and play against the uh, Buffalo Sabres. So, oh, cool. Were you uh, nervous there after that hit? Uh, nervous? You lost, your, you lost your edge. Everybody was saying they thought you said, I broke my arm. Yeah, yeah I, thought, I thought that way too. But you did? I, I didn't. Cool. Uh, That's why I said it, I guess. Because I thought that way. Was it like a... Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, no, it was uh, just like we're called for fall, but it's, everything's fine. That's good. You only missed one game, so, so that's a positive. Yeah. One more than you wanted to miss, but still, it could have been worse, right? Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's not good. I mean, not the best way. I mean, I feel like I could have helped my team last night, but... Uh, I didn't, but uh, good thing we still got 14 games left, you know, and um, we're all, we're all going to leave everything up there, so, yeah. You guys are 1-8-3 uh, without you in the lineup. Uh, without, you know, you pumping your tires yourself, Does that, do you think that says something about your value to this team? I mean, I don't know. I, I don't want to talk about that. I mean, like, what, what you want me to say, yes? Or, I mean, yeah, I do. Yeah, I mean, it says you're very valuable. I mean, I'll say it. It's 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 your job to talk about that, I guess. So, gotcha. but uh, yeah, you're a humble man. I mean, I don't. Yeah, I don't watch on that. <laughs> well, but seriously though, uh, you're uh, you know you've uh, you got a physical element that can't be duplicated. That's fair to say, right? And do you think that hurt last night? Or did you watch the game? Do you think Dallas is a little physical against your team? Yeah, I think so. I think uh, they're uh, top players, even. Like Ben, he was uh, had a couple of rough moments against our top line, you know. Like, I feel like if I would be up there, I would have maybe could have stopped it or could have do something back, you know. Obviously, it's my game, you know. Like, uh, make sure those guys hate to play against me. That's the goal, you know. And it's uh, when they're frustrating against you, you're just having fun up there, and uh, that's what I'm trying to bring every game. He thought he'd broken his arm. And, you know, he actually, I asked him uh, in the locker room today, you know, he was, a lot of people on Twitter said he, they thought he mouthed the words, uh, I broke my arm. Well, it, he did say that. <laughs> That's exactly what he said. The lip readers were correct. He thought the arm was broken. Uh, it's not broken. He did not have a broken arm. Uh, I will say, I know exactly what the injury is. I'm, uh, I'm not going to say it here, though. I'm not going to. It's upper body that he had. Uh, I'm not going to give away Nikita's injury uh, exactly where it is uh, because I'm not a I'm not a jerk, right? I'm uh, first of all, I wasn't you know told 
on the record by him that it was. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna violate anything here, and uh, I'm just gonna say he had a upper body injury, like, and uh, he's fine now. So maybe not fine, fine, but he's gonna play tomorrow. He was at a full practice today, and it looks fine to me. So that's good news, right? You know, Big Z is, uh, you know, all the all the uh, fancy stat guys who love to say that you know guys like him are terrible for the for a team, and you know think are dinosaurs for thinking that he's a good player. Well, you know what the record is without him this year? It's one eight and three. Uh, Nikita Zadorov has been out of the lineup for 12 games this year, and the Avalanche have walked away losers in 11 of them. So, uh, and they have like a 28-19 record with him in the lineup. So you tell me whether he's valuable or not. Uh, he is. He makes a difference physically. You saw Dallas push around the Avs last night, uh, and nobody was there to do anything about it. Um you know, Nathan McKinnon's taking broadsides from Jamie Benn and getting crushed on the ice, the open ice hits. I forget the other dude, he hit him, but, uh, you know, Big Z's there. That, that probably doesn't happen because Big Z's going to go back and hit your best guy and put him down hard. And uh, Big Z even said that today. Yeah, if I, were, I wish I was there last night because, you know, those guys wouldn't have gotten away with what they did. You know, Ian Cole is a is a hard hitter who plays a rough game, but how 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 physical can he be right now with a guy with a broken orbital bone still who's playing with a full shield? I mean, he can't fight. Um, you know, so I mean, he's he's had a couple big hits since he came back, but one of them injured a guy in Anaheim, and I thought it was going to get him a suspension, but it didn't. But you know, there was nobody there to answer the bell last night physically. You know, Landy. Landy probably would have done it, but then he gets hurt too. Hit by Ben Bishop. Now, the hit from Bishop, I asked Bednar today whether he was mad about the hit. And the answer was, was a qualified no. I mean, it was a freak thing. Uh, both guys are going to play the puck. You know, Bishop definitely tried to close off a gap there, and he did by backing into Landy. But, you know, Landy kind of dipped his head down and kind of ran into him himself. And, uh, you know, he hurt, hurt the shoulder there on the hit. And, uh, you know, you could see him in immediate pain. Uh, but I don't think Bishop, you know, lined him up and crushed him or anything. He just – it was one of those things with a freak injury. You know, Bednar did say that, you know, it's unfair in a way that goalies can go hit guys, but you can't touch the goalie, right? It's not fair that way, but that's the way it is. Um, and, uh, you know, also doesn't help him when, you know, Ben Bishop, about 6'7", 250 is the guy hitting you. So, uh, you know, it's bad luck. Uh, I think nine times out of 10, 99 out of 100, you know, there's no injury on a thing like that, but, uh, but it happened. So, you know, hold off on the, you know, die, Ben Bishop die tweets at me a little bit, you know, it's hockey, it's a contact sport. Um. So, you know, we have a situation here where we're just after going to have to overcome. I mean, there's, there's, you know, there's nothing to lose at this point. That's that was another theme of the locker room today. It's like, all right, enough whining and worrying and looking at the scoreboard. It's like, just go out and, you know, we're just going to play, just going to play all hell's breaking loose kind of hockey. You know, nothing to lose. You know, freedom's just another word for nothing left to lose, right? So they have to have some freedom now. Right, the the everybody's counting them out. There's no way they can win a a, play a, a game anymore. 
Oh, they're done. Just lose for Hughes. That's it, right? So that's not the way they think. No, this is not a obediently confident team in the room, right? They're they're they know they're kind of got crushed last night in a measuring stick kind of game. Wasn't even close. Um, so they're hanging their heads a little bit over that. They know they they've blown some chances, and this has been a kind of a disappointing year, right? They know all this. It's not like everybody's just having a party in the room today. But uh, now it's like, okay, I think the, the attitude is like, all right, they're just pissed off in the sense like they're just going to just, just screw it, guys. Let's just go out and play and see what happens. Enough enough with the worrying what other people think. Let's just go out and play. Um, give, give it our best shot, and that's it. We're not going to worry about stuff anymore. So... Why didn't they have that attitude more earlier? Uh, good question. It seemed like this team's been uptight at times this uh, last couple of weeks. You know, that Anaheim game in particular. They just looked like they went in kind of squeezing the stick in that game. And uh, they just laid another egg in a, in a game they should have won. I mean, can't get shut out to the Anaheim Ducks this time of year. Uh, to a team that's just basically been the worst team in the league the last couple months and you, you get shut out by them you know um eh, the the game in san jose uh competitive game but uh you know never they never went in san jose so that was always a scheduled loss uh you know but yeah the game uh you know but then the, you know they, they they had that inspiring win in uh in overtime you know uh against the red wings so you know every you know everybody was counting them out that game too right it was three to two game over knucklehead red clad wearing red wings whooping it up in the pepsi center uh they had to take the l on the way out of the building it turned out because uh the owls didn't quit rallied around them each other and got the win so uh that's what they can do here this is a team still with nathan mckinnon Miko Randon, Tyson Berry, Eric Johnson, you know, big old Carl, you know, JT, Jimothy, Timothy. We got Varley back there. He can get hot. Really good, good player and good leader. But uh, now it's time for other guys to step up. You know, it's uh, to fill in the filling landing spot. We can't can't feel feel sorry for ourselves now you know we can't can't look back anymore it's it's done so uh that's you know we just have to move forward like kind of a fluke thing. i don't know if you saw it yeah i saw i saw the play you mean yeah i saw it a little bit so i don't know i don't know what's the it was just kind of collision with the goalie so there's no no penalty usually on goalie so i don't know it's uh, it's a tough one he's talking to big z over a second ago he's like look we just have to go out and just play Oh, I mean, we're just gonna lay it all the line. No more worrying. No more checking the standings. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, just just play. Yeah, you know, we obviously know where we are. You know, we're four points behind Mini, and we played Mini once and uh, Dallas once. So, uh, so like he said, we just have to go and play. You know, and uh, everybody needs to be ready to play every match. You know, there's no 14 games left, so it's not not a lot. So, uh, so now we just have to push. Sometimes making it easier on yourselves. Huh? You guys have not made it easy on yourselves. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's uh, can't look back anymore, you know. But yeah, it's uh, it's it's uh, we should see after the season what what happens and uh, and uh, and uh, how we do the last last 14 games. That's what we're gonna focus now. We're not gonna not gonna look back and not gonna look standings too much, you know. It's just 
just play and get wins. You know, we need we need a lot of wins in the last 14 to, to get in. Seems like sometimes you guys play better when people are counting you out. You know, uh, yeah, yeah, I think so too. Underdog role, I think it's been kind of our, our thing this year. You know, we've been really playing play good against good teams, and then some some games where we were, were kind of the we should win, and, yeah, like, and everybody expects us to win. You know, we we kind of can't do it or something. So uh, now we just have to find a way. You know, yeah. tomorrow Buffalo, I don't know what where they are in standings. I don't think they're uh, gonna get into playoffs. So. Uh, so it's a big game for us, and uh, we just have to. Have to they're, they're probably gonna be the underdogs. Yeah, so we have to well, be ready. Yeah, I like that game again. In Winnipeg, though, it seemed like no way they're gonna win that game. You win easily. Yeah. No international, no chance. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Five nothing. That's true. Yeah. Maybe so uh, now we just have to find a way to do it in against all teams. Yeah. How do you pick up? This is not over, folks. It's not over. It's over when we say it's over. Or it's over when the schedule maker says it's over. Either way, it's not over. It wasn't over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor, and it's not over now. The biggest benefits of CBD are our cognitive, our neuroprotection, neuroregeneration, anti-inflammatory, and then a lot of the most common situations that, that people are taking it are for pain. That is Arthur Jaffe a former CU Buffs football player and founder of Elixinol, a Colorado-based company focused on providing the highest quality of CBD oil and hemp extracts in the world. Like Arthur mentioned earlier, CBD has significant medical benefits and isn't limited to just athletes. Everyone can take it, from adults and children to even your dog. I wished I would have learned about it or that it would have been more prominent at a younger age to potentially have, have given my father a, a significant opportunity to fight prostate cancer, which ultimately took his life when I was 13. You know, I really think that it would have helped him. Arthur and the folks over at Elixinol's mission is to educate, inspire, and empower others to live naturally healthy, happy lives. To learn more and join the CBD conversation, check out Elixinol.com. Green Mountain Dental Group is a family-owned business that has been a staple in Lakewood for over 40 years. Whether it's cosmetic, oral surgery, or preventative dentistry, at Green Mountain Dental Group you will find nothing but the best. We have chosen Green Mountain Dental and will continue to attend Green Mountain Dental because of the superior care that we receive from them. Their facility is amazing and above all, it's the personal touch that we receive from the people there, including Dr. Ben Jr. and Anne and Mary and Sherry and Marie. They've known me was my husband, my children, and now my grandchildren, and are just incredible with all of us. That was Annette. She's been a patient at Green Mountain Dental Group since 1976 and truly loves their service. Never did I think in 1976 how blessed we would be to recognize the people at Green Mountain Dental and are so thankful that they have been a part of our lives. For all new patients, Green Mountain Dental Group offers free teeth whitening trays when you schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam. Just mention BSN Denver.
morning, gotta be fresh, gotta go downstairs Gotta have my bowl, gotta have cereal Seeing everything, the time is going Ticking on and on, everybody's rushing Gotta get down to the bus stop Gotta catch my bus minute mark the pod uh i've got about 10 or 15 minutes of audio clips to listen i think it'll get something out of it i know big z is always entertaining uh... you didn't think i'd actually play the full song did you a couple minutes him. <laughs> I asked him, you know, the team's record is 1-8-3 without you. Well, what does that say about your value? 
And, uh, you know, Big Z's too humble of a man to uh, to brag, but uh, but uh, I think he appreciated me bringing that number up. Let's put it that way. Uh, but he's not he's not going to come out and say, yeah, it's because I'm, I'm so valuable and I deserve a big raise. Uh, but I think he's proven that he does. That's another podcast, too. We'll get to that this summer. His contract is up, folks. Uh, some of the personnel decisions of late uh, did criticize that in a little bit in the story and also in the Avalanche Weekly Breakdown video that's coming out here uh, Friday night uh, with me and Allie and Monroy. Uh, oh, it's already out, Allie? Oh, I'm told by Allie in the other room that the video is uh, is up and ready, up and running. You know, we talked about the roster decisions of late. Uh, real quick on that, yeah. I agree with some of the back, you know, the bickers out there on Twitter. Uh, now, look, you always want the backup guy. You always want the backup quarterback. They're always the best player on the team, right? They're the most popular guy in town is always the backups. The guys who aren't playing, put them in. You know, that'll that'll bring up this guy. That, you know, bring up Francis. Put in the put in the scrubs and let them do it. You know, ninety nine percent of the time that doesn't work. You know, the scrubs for a reason. Calling up guys from the minors isn't gonna isn't gonna change uh, too much of, of a pro team usually, uh, folks. So, but uh, yeah, I I was puzzled with the rest of you when they didn't call up AJ Greer. Uh, they called up Aggie instead. You know, Aggie's a really small guy who gets lost in the shuffle of a pro game, I think, at uh, the NHL, as we've seen. You know, definitely looked uh, over, overmatched last night in Dallas. Physical team. Maybe if you got A.J. Greer in there banging bodies, you know, maybe that's a better solution uh, for a game like that. Why he was called up in Aggie. Why he wasn't called up in Aggie was. Uh, you know, I ran out of time today at the press conference. I meant to ask Bednar that myself, so apologies for not getting the question out to him. But, um, um, you know, I, I, I wonder, I think there's some feeling among the organization without, without sort of talking out of my butt a little bit that I think that there's some feeling in the organization that Greer still needs to mature on and off the ice. Um that you know he still needs to be in the minors to to keep working out his uh, his way to play hockey in this in this pro game um you know i know that he was a popular guy for scoring that first goal in a 7-1 game against winnipeg you know um uh, the fans seem to like him but look he's he had he's had chances before too, and he didn't really take uh, didn't take it and run it with him very well. Um, so let's let's cool it on the you know the solution is AJ Greer itself kind of thing. But yeah, I do think that uh, Greer was a, probably a better choice than Andrew Agazino or Sheldon Dries right now, who you know, just two small guys that uh, dig around in the ice and, and work hard. But they you know, at the end of the day, there's not much there on the score sheet. Um, and they, they can't play the physical game as well. So, uh, you know, uh, sending, you know, well, they didn't send Graves down, but they kept Graves around. But, they, you know, they benched him when when, uh, when Cole came back. Look, you can't win there if you're Bednari. If you don't play Ian Cole on a three-year, you know, $4.25 million contract that he's making, then, uh, then you open yourself up for all kinds of second-guessing there. 
why'd you play the rookie over a guy like Ian Cole, who we signed, and you know, GM is probably on your case a little bit too if you if you do that. Uh, you know, but but Graves, yeah, Graves is a fan favorite right now. He's uh, maybe not as much the last couple of games. He's been you know like some guys too, just uh, kind of out there, not not uh, not making a huge difference in a positive way, uh, especially last night. But uh, you know, he's played well since coming up, and uh, I know. Uh, you know, I think, uh, like I said, I think he should play as a seventh D-man right now. Uh, he adds a little bit of offensive, uh, you know, jumps in and play at times, you know. And, uh, um, you know, the cool thing was you can't win there. He was he could play, so he's going to play. But, uh, yeah, uh, I think that uh, you know, Graves sitting out was an unpopular thing too. And I guess I could see, see some of that, why people weren't thrilled with it. But uh, again, you got to keep in mind that these guys are on the margins a little bit, and uh, it's it's just the way it is. Don't get too up up and down over minor league guys. So, Ali uh, Monroy is going to chime in here, I think, on the podcast, folks. Uh, yes, Ali. I'm just headed out. Oh, she says she's headed out. Okay. So look, I the the minor league stuff. It's 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 small potatoes here okay folks uh don't get too wound up either way um you know pavel francis is not people who ask me bring up francis let him play no 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 you're not you're not gonna just get a kid from the minors come up and just start blowing people away um you know, Varley hasn't been terrible. Yeah, he's been a little off. It seems like lately again, he's letting in some goals. But no, you're not going to bench Varley for Francis when he's healthy. No conscious yet. Uh, so let's, get, let's see what's going to happen like uh, in the next uh, couple months. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully yeah. I'm going to resign here. Because uh, like I said before, I like Colorado. I like this team. And then uh, Colorado will be home uh, become a home for me so I what I wanted to say yeah no, uh, it is a it is a UFA situation potentially though so uh, a, lot of, a lot of balls in the air on that uh, I don't want to negotiate the contract here but would you maybe would you maybe like take a quote unquote hometown discount because you like it here so much or is that just something your agent would have to do well I mean by the way uh, well, I, I'm the one who's gonna have to make a decision in the end, and not my agent. You know, like uh, my agent, uh, he's uh, he does the uh, all the contract stuff, uh, but I'm the one who makes the decision. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's not about uh, take a discount, like you said. Uh, I didn't even think about it. I mean, uh, yeah, well, I think I think this this team will be uh, like better, but it's just it's just gonna get better and better. Like uh, what I see, like that from I think I see like, there's lots of like uh, good prospects, you know, like uh, young guys uh, uh, will join us like in the future. So uh, yeah, I definitely want to stay here. Yeah, I mean you've been here. But I mean at the same time, you never know, right? No, you don't. You, uh, you, uh, 
you know, I guess you don't even start talking to the team until the season's over, right? I mean, that's usually how it goes. They could sign you to an extension. But, uh, well, you know, right now we are we're focusing on the rest right. of the season. Uh, right. We know how important it is, like, last uh, 14 games, like... Uh, <clears throat> like yep. yesterday was a tough loss for us, uh, uh, but uh, we're not gonna we're not gonna give up, and then we're gonna play till the rest of the season uh, because we we're here to, to be in the playoffs, and then uh, that's our goal. Big Z said, "We're just gonna lay it all on the line now. We don't give a shit anymore. We're just gonna go up. We're just gonna go play." We have Kels to. Bell's hockey right now. Yeah, we have stop to. Stop worrying, stop doing it. Just go out and play. That's it. That's the message, right? You think that's the, the I think that's the right. Right. I, I think that's the right message. I think it's the right uh, uh, mentality for the rest of the season. Uh, just go and play the, out there like and then uh, try to play your best like every game. Uh, and then not to not try to not to worry about uh, the standing situation. Um, like I said, every game is like a playoff for us. So. Yeah, sometimes you guys play better, I notice, without. Yes, we do. You know, when you have nothing to lose kind of mentality. Like, it seems like you guys have been a little uptight. I mean, I, w- I wouldn't say we have nothing to lose. Like, you know, we yeah. want to be in the playoffs. It's not right. like we're like 15, 15 uh, points out of the playoffs and uh, we're playing like we have nothing right. to lose. Maybe what I meant to say um, was when people are counting you out, like everybody gets so down after a couple losses now. Maybe I'm part of that. You know, everybody's just like, oh, fuck, it's over. Of course, you feel that way after uh, after losses. I mean, it's a normal reaction that like, you're... Because we're like... Uh, not just the hockey players, but the whole like human being, you know. So yeah, well, yeah. Uh, of course, like uh, getting frustrated like after losses, but uh, at the same time, like we're yeah. professionals and we have to forget about losses and then just move on and yeah. like look at and then like I said, just yeah, gotta, gotta play the until the the last yeah. game. Uh, you could, you have never been high, too high or too low after wins or losses. I've noticed. It's, it's what keeps you going, probably. It's bully, right? You, after a big win, you're the same. After a loss, you're the same. Is that something you had to learn to do, or is it always a natural? I mean, I think it should be the same mentality. Yeah. There's so many games like in the NHL, I, like it does. It, yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter win or lose. Like you get up next day and then you try to get ready for a nice game. You cannot just uh, hold like the, I'll say like the the the, the bad emotions right. like. Uh, Right. For the next day, you know, like you get up next day and then uh, you have to like uh, start getting ready for the next game. Uh, that's what I learned. You have to forget like that what happened in the past like really quick and then uh, move on and then uh, getting ready for the next day. Yeah. Sometimes it's not easy, of course, but like right. that's your job. Right. No, I've always been impressed by that. I think as fans, people get more high and low. And, um, but uh, yeah, man, there's a lot to look forward to. Same with Grubauer. I mean, has played better lately, so no, no, stop it with that too. Uh, let's wait till next year, next camp. I mean, uh, I think they got to re-sign Francis if they even have him in camp. So that's another podcast too. But uh, let's cool it on that stuff. But yeah, yeah, you can always second guess personnel decisions, and I would say if I had to criticize one thing, it would be not calling Greer up, uh, going with Aggie. 
in these games. So uh, that's 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 that for that. All right, folks. Well, I think we're going to call it quits. I am going to lock up the office here and uh, head out on the glorious I-25 traffic on a Friday night. This should be a lot of fun. Uh, hey, at least I won't be wasting any gas. I bought an electric car about uh, two months ago, so I drive an electric car now. Lease on Leaf, folks. I would recommend it to anybody out there looking for uh, looking for a nice little zippy car that don't you'll never see another gas bill again ever. Uh, check out the Nissan Leaf. This is not a paid advertisement, but uh, I can tell you I really like driving the car. I can blow people off the line too. I mean, you step your foot on the on the pedal on an electric car. You, you 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 can win a quarter mile drag race with most anybody so so check it out check it out all right i'm going to hand it off to jesse here he's going to put in the rest of the audio the video of the auto tape for players today uh keep your chins up folks uh either way the sun's going to rise in the east set in the west so uh it's all uh, it's all it's like it's all just a game and uh there will be better days, trust me. So for Adrian Dater, for BSN Denver, the rest of the crew here, I am Adrian Dater for myself and others. I'm going to sign off here. Thanks for listening this week. Check out our sponsors. Tell your friends about us on a subscription package. We've got a lot of good deals right now. We've had a lot of new subscriptions lately. Let's keep them forward, uh, momentum going. Tell your friends. And uh, this is it for, for me. Over and out. Bye-bye now.